Welcome to The Palette, the podcast about language learning and teacher training by International House London. My name is Ted, and in this English conversation podcast, I'll be speaking with my colleague Alex, who is very passionate about music and will tell us about his favourite artists, songs, and the best music venues and festivals in the UK. Hello and welcome to this English Conversation episode of The Palette. My name is Ted, I am your host for today, and with us is our special guest, Alex, who will be talking with us about his love for music, his favourite artists, songs, music venues in London, and much more. Welcome, Alex. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Brilliant. So let's start the podcast with talking a little bit about Eurovision. So for any listeners who don't know, Eurovision is a European song contest where different nations uh, have one artist who sings one song. And at the end, there is a jury that votes for the best and also uh, viewers can vote as well. And then there is one winner. Um, this year it was Sweden. Um, but did you did you watch Eurovision? I did watch Eurovision. I watch it every year. But I usually, I never watch it for the contest itself. I usually, not for the songs, you know, not for the music, but usually just for this like sense of like feeling of competition, you know, mm. and for, um, especially for the last, like the voting process, I think it gets everyone together, especially if your friends are from different countries. Mm. It kind of, you know, everyone's obviously cheering when the country gets the most points. Mm. And yeah, I was definitely 100% rooting for Sweden this year mm. because I'm a big fan of Loreen. Oh. So I've been a fan since, you know, she first won in, um, I think it was 2012. Mm. Yeah, when she first won with the song Euphoria. And um, yeah, and we had a massive party with other teachers of International House London, oh, by the way. Cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was a house party and everyone was wearing sort of, you know, costumes, like an outfit that represents their country that they're rooting for. So because I was obviously rooting for Sweden, so I had my beard <laughs> um, basically like all covered in glitter. Oh, wow. And it was, and you know, because the, the colors of Sweden are blue and yellow. So it was like, you know, yellow, blue, and you know, like my entire fit was like also yellow and blue. <laughs> yeah, so it was so much fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. What about you? Yeah, I watched it as well. I thought, yeah, Noreen, the uh, Swedish singer who won, she was fantastic. She is only the second person in the history of Eurovision to win it twice, which is uh, amazing, but she definitely deserved to win. I also liked uh, Finland's entry. Um, they did a song which was heavy metal, but also techno. Uh, I don't think most people liked it that much, but there are a few people who found it very different, uh, very catchy. Um, so that was my personal favourite. Um, but yeah, Eurovision is fantastic because of all the crazy outfits, the diverse songs, there's so much positivity and unity, and then all the drama with the voting, it is 
exactly fantastic to watch and you never watch it for you know just music as i already said exactly. yeah it's always just you know this unity as you said you know brings people together it's such a great atmosphere i know you are a massive fan of music you're very passionate about it uh when did you first start listening to music i love music so much i started listening to it since a very early age and I was one of them very annoying kids who were always, you know, humming to songs, singing along, um, just singing everywhere, literally any opportunity, uh, family gatherings, um, karaoke parties, like I was always the one singing and they were always like my family, they were always asking me to sing. And um, that kind of like that and my family is also very like into music they love music and i you know discovered that you know like my family discovered that i could sing uh very early on and then you know i uh, went to music school so i studied music professionally for so many years and i also did my undergrad in music uh classical music performance I did my MA in music business management. So music <laughs> has always been there for me, has always been in my life somehow. You are music. I yeah. am music, I am music. <laughs> and, uh, when you were growing up, did you have a favorite artist uh, you enjoyed most? So when I was growing up, um, when I was like um, seven, eight years old, I think like my favorite music artist, um, I'm not sure if you remember Tattoo, a music band. Oh no! I they had the song. All the things you said, all the things you said, running through my head. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's iconic. Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, so they're originally from Russia, and they were the first music band that made it worldwide famous internationally. Uh, so they won so many awards. They were performing at the MTV VMA. Um, yeah, so they were like on the charts in the UK. Even still, you know, when I go clubbing, I, I, I hear like I, I hear all the things she said or not going to get us. So those are well, like really iconic songs back home. But also it's amazing how they like they made it mm. internationally famous. You know, that that's such an amazing project. You know? Yeah, I mean, most people definitely in, in the UK and, and in the school will know that song. They might not necessarily know the artist or that many of their songs, but it is an iconic uh, song. Yeah, and when I was a teenager, I was really into Kasha. I loved Kasha so much that I even got a tattoo with Kasha. <laughs> Basically, this is one of her songs, which is called We Are Who We Are. And... Oh, that's cool. I've never seen that tattoo. So, um... And I was very confused as a kid. So when I was 14, so I was really confused like with my sexuality and things. And um, Kasha at the time was really sort of um, campaigning for LGBTQ plus youth. And this song meant a lot to me because at the time, you know, it kind of, it made me come out to my parents and come out to just come out of the closet, which was, you know, great experience, you know. Mm. And um, that again says like how much like how much music played like a, mm. like a special role in my life, you know? Yeah, yeah. it is amazing the power music can have yeah. on our lives. And that's Definitely. really what it's So fast forward to the present now. Uh, right. Who do you like listening to now? 
So, since I am music, <laughs> I love listening to all kinds of music. So,、um, if I had to pick a specific genre, then I would say pop music, RB, I love hip hop,、um, yeah, but mostly just mainstream pop, you know,、mm-hmm. so it's such a great genre, it like, never disappoints me.、Um, Obviously, there are songs you know, on charts that are sometimes really annoying.、Mm. But yeah, overall, I would say that you know,、um, whatever is being released, I'm always the first one to check out and just like,、mm. make my opinion about it, you know, if I like it or not.、Mm. And if I had to name specific artists, that,、um, yeah, I think you can see my little t shirt with Adele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Adele. Yeah, so、um, I saw the live back in, I think it was 2016, and it was actually my first concert in London. I was really、wow. excited, and、um, yeah, it was such an amazing show. And she was also, you know, very, she was interacting with the audience a lot, she was, you know, joking. It's like a massive sort of like a stand up show, basically,、mm. you know? Like, and it, it's very interesting with Adele because even though her songs, right, if you just detach her from her music, right, so her music is very sort of, you know, very dramatic, emotional, right? But when you, you know, you kind of like, you discover who Adele actually is, where she's from, and like you hear her accent, like, you know, she's.、Yeah. She's, she's very cockney, she's very, you know, like she jokes a lot.、Uh, you know, she's, she's got such、mm. an amazing personality and character, you know.、Um, yeah. I think, yeah, that's <laughs> the amazing thing with Adele. She's a, what we would call a national treasure. Everyone、oh, loves her. And she, the, her voice is so special and she's so talented, but at the t- same time, she's so down to earth, very normal person. And she doesn't think she's better than anyone else. She just feels like she's a normal person, but with just such an amazing gift. And、absolutely. I think I would absolutely love to see Adele. I would do anything to see Adele. But the thing is, she is so famous now, it isn't possible to get tickets. So you were very lucky to see her in 2016. I actually took a selfie with her and I had like a little tiny chat with her、no、<laughs> during the concert.、Oh, so、wow. I was basically sitting. Um, long story short, right? So I snicked in the VIP area, which was like literally just next to the stage because I was crazy fanatic. Because it was like a you know, VIP sort of setting, right? So there were people who were like definitely like older than me, not, I mean, into music, but not crazy about it like I am.、Mm. And then,、uh, you know, she started singing more like dancey songs, like,、um, you know, Water Under the Bridge, you know, and things、mm-hmm. like that. She was like, guys, like, I'm closer to the stage, right? And I was the first one, obviously, to like run. <laughs> <laughs> and then,、um, yeah, and then I just, I just shouted, Adele, let's take Adelphi, because I thought it was、oh, funny. And、uh, she was like, yeah, how do you want me to pose? And、um, yeah, and so we did a little selfie. And then she was like, Oh, where are you from? I was like, Yeah, I'm from Russia. She was like, Oh my god, you came all the way from Russia to see me. I was like, Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was my Adele life experience. Are there any other British artists that you like? I love Ellie Goulding. I actually just 
like met her like in real life, you know, it was like a couple of weeks ago. So she just recently released an album and uh, there was a signing session at one of the, you know, very famous stores, like music stores here in the UK. There were like so many crazy fans and I was, I guess, one of them. Really enjoyed it, really loved meeting her. She was so sweet. Who else? Katie B. I love Katie B. I actually, <laughs> it was, it was funny. I actually uh, bumped into her in a club. No way. Yeah, so it was uh, XOYO in uh, Old Street. And uh, I used to live in Old Street. I just went for a night out. And um, yeah, and my friend was like, oh my God, is that key today? <laughs> I was wow. like, yeah, it could be her. And then, yeah, and then definitely it was her. And um, yeah, so we took a selfie as well and she was really sweet really nice and i was like oh i wish i had my vinyls with me so she could sign them oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. if only, <laughs> if only. <laughs> there are two music markets right think about it so it's us and uk so obviously uk has so much to offer so like florence and the machine right such an amazing mm. artist and you know so many legendary rock bands like queen you know um yeah, so, um, and if you're like into dance music, as you know, as already mentioned, KTV, Calvin Harris is from the UK. So many amazing artists, you know, all you have to do is just go on Spotify and, you know, choose a playlist like Made in the UK and you will see them all. That was a very good yeah. tip, actually, yeah. <laughs> but I think in the UK, there are so many different genres of music that are so popular, you know, you have you know lots of rap artists you have lots of pop artists you have a big history of rock music it's so the amount of popular and iconic music coming from this tiny island is is quite impressive that I is think. quite impressive yeah mm. and that uk became like one of the biggest music markets very impressive and yeah competing with you know powerhouses like the US. So it's not just the US, all right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's also the we UK. Have good music here. What are your favourite music venues in London? Um, so I would say the O2 Arena, of course, iconic. Mm. Uh, Roundhouse, I love Roundhouse has such a great atmosphere, such a great vibe, you know, it's, um, it kind of brings you closer to the artists that you're seeing, right? Mm. Because obviously when we are talking the O2 arena, it's massive, right? So you can't really build that connection with an artist. Mm. I saw Lizzo at the O2 arena recently, and usually when artists are, you know, like performing at the O2, they have like massive shows, you know, massive production, like amazing stage and things like that, you know, and like dances and, you know, and so on. Um, whereas, you know, when we're talking like roundhouse, you know, something smaller, it's like much more intimate, mm. you know, it's much more, um, you know, as I already say, you can connect with the artist, you can, um, you know, it, it, and when, you know, people are singing along, it like such a great, like vibe and atmosphere, you know, because like, Obviously, you can like hear other people sing, and you're like, oh, you know, it's everyone on the same level, you know, mm -hmm. it's um, such a great feeling. Yeah, so even though like I like big arenas, but also like a really like small, intimate venues as well. Mm. Yeah, I've recently been to uh, Alexandra Palace as well. That's another 
great venue I want to give a shout out to and it's yeah it's inside and it's this massive hall and it's all standing which I really like as well because then you can go up and, and dance and stuff I don't like going to gigs so much where you have to sit so I find it quite hard because yeah, you know people don't want you to stand up and dance but you kind of want to um but Alexandria Palace as well is, is a great venue. Yeah, and like weird coincidence, right? So like he saw Avril Lavigne and then I saw her the next day at Ali Pali. Yeah. And yeah. we just found out while preparing for this podcast. I know. The, the, what are the chances of that? That's insane. And she was it? fantastic as well. Okay, so moving on from music venues, uh, have you been to any festivals here in the UK? So I'm desperately trying to get tickets to Glastonbury every year, but I always fail. So if you got tickets, hit me up. <laughs> but yeah, the festival that I visited, I actually visited Mighty Hoopla last year. It was such a great festival. I really enjoyed it. By the way, KTV was performing there, so that's why oh. I came. Um, yeah, so also there was All Points East, which is also an amazing festival. Reading Festival. Um, yeah, there are so many, like, you know, you literally can't choose. <laughs> I think, yeah, there are, for any listeners who are coming to London in the summer, there are lots of day festivals throughout summer, yeah. all points of London. And then also there, as Alex said, there are bigger weekend festivals where people camp, such as, you know, Glastonbury, which is one of the most famous festivals in the world and it's impossible to get tickets for. I also tried and failed to get Glastonbury tickets, so I'll get the second ticket, please. <laughs> um, after me, though. After you, after you, <laughs> definitely. Um, and then also, you know, Reading Festival, which I've been to quite a lot. Um, so, yeah, there's a, a great music scene in the UK with great venues, great festivals, great artists. One final question for you, Annex. Right. Um, if you can only listen to one song or one artist, for the rest of your life, who and what would it be? That's a very difficult question. Sorry to be very mean. Especially being music. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's always changing. It's always changing. Um, so like maybe five years ago, I was, you know, I would say one artist, and right now I would say another artist. But at the moment. I'm um, I'm listening to Ray nonstop. Yeah, so there was one song called Escapism by Ray, which I listen to all the time, nonstop these days. So at the moment, I would say that song, but then it might change. It might change. It might change. I'll yeah, definitely give that a listen. Yeah, I'll definitely do. Yeah, it's such a great song. It has such an amazing beat to it. It has such an amazing production. Her voice is amazing. It has like rap parts and also there was like a massive outro at the end. Mm. And the song is a basically is about the breakup. So, um, you know, in the song, like, you know, she's basically, you know, singing and rapping about, you know, that cut ex-boyfriend you know set her down last night and he told her that it's over <laughs> and and then she basically you know like started like you know clubbing and you know drinking and that song kind of resonates with me because mm. you know i feel like i'm a bit of the same you know like um, you know if i go through 
a breakup or something like that yeah i'm really sad <laughs> and i usually like i usually like go clubbing like crazy yeah i you know turn into a party anymore for a while but that's so funny because you know like even though you're partying like you're supposed to have fun but you're actually really sad on the inside mm. and then you know and all the people are like oh you're right and you're like yeah yeah i'm fine even though you're already like you know 10 drinks down and you're just <laughs> absolutely wasted and <laughs> yeah but and very sad <laughs> well thank you so much alex you've been absolutely wonderful today i've loved chatting with you and hearing about all your experiences with music favorite songs artists venues festivals the whole thing it's been an absolute pleasure so thank you very much thank you so much for having me it was an absolute pleasure chatting with you awesome and thank you very much for listening to the podcast uh this is the end of this episode and but, I'm coming back, so and stay Alex tuned. Alex will definitely be back. <laughs> uh, but tune in next Tuesday for the next episode of the English Conversation podcast. See ya.